1: you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra
2: mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.
1: Are you kidding me? You are looking long. Winning cures everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris.
2: Welcome in, welcome in, Winning Cures Everything. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. And today is Friday, August the 28th, and not a lot going on today. Uh, and unless you want to dive into politics, and, and really, we're not that interested in that. This is supposed to be an escape. This is supposed to be where you can come in and just talk sports and not have to worry about all of the other exhausting things that are happening in this world. So today, we're going to talk about some sports stuff, and we'll, uh, we'll talk about the politics of sports itself but not the things that are going on in this country because you got plenty of other places to go find that. Uh, Lots to talk about today, of course. I I say that. Not a lot to talk about today. Uh, Let's dive into winningcureseverything.com. That is the website. All of our picks, previews, podcasts, videos, and social media platforms can be found over there um, if you missed the live show. You can always grab the podcast. Make sure you leave a nice five-star written review. Those written reviews really, really help out with the algorithm and all that kind of mess over at Apple Podcasts. And along with that, um, if you're watching the show live, I mean, obviously, you already know how to get here, but you can make it even easier, and you can subscribe either at Periscope, uh, Twitch, Facebook, or YouTube. We're over there multiple times a week, typically around 4.30 p.m. Central Time. If you want to hop in... You can obviously jump in the chat there. Any of those different platforms will populate right there on your screen in the bottom left-hand corner. So, if you would like to help drive the conversation, you want to be uh, the the one that drives the narrative, you can absolutely do that. You can ask questions. You can do whatever. We will respond in real time. Let's go ahead and talk about what is happening with us, Chris. uh, Obviously, some of you have seen this. Some of you have been hopping in on our shows over at Sportsbook Review sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF is where you can find all of our college football content for the year. Typically, we do all of our CFB stuff right here on this show, and we toss it out on YouTube, et cetera, et cetera. But this year is a little bit different. We've already been providing content over there, but now we're getting into the season. And now we have finally got a set schedule, and this is what it is going to look like. We are going to be live on SBR on Tuesdays. At 5.30 p.m., uh, I believe every Thursday, starting not this coming week, but the next week, at 5.30 p.m. Central Time, and on Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. Central Time, which will be 11 a.m. Eastern. All of those will be about 30 minutes long, live shows, we're going to talk picks, we're going to talk the goings-on in the college football universe, etc. We will have a Monday morning odds show that is just the opening lines, and again, Go over to SBR's YouTube page and make sure you are subscribed there. Hit the little notification icon. Hit the like button on all the videos and on this video. If you're watching on YouTube, hit the like button. Do us a favor. Or Facebook, whatever the, whatever all those things are called. Hey, these damn dogs. I swear to God. I swear to God. Uh, so sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF is the easiest way to find all of that and... Chris, I could not be more excited. You saved my ass last night, man. I uh, I can't thank you enough because that whatever the hurricane thing was, it came through, knocked out my internet for about an hour in the middle of our show, and you saved the day. So I appreciate you immensely. Uh, that was—you uh, did a good job, man.
1: I don't know if that happened, but, but hey, we finished the show.
2: Hey, you—I I think you would make a fantastic host. I really do. I think that you could host this thing, and it would be— seamless. It'd be no problem. So, uh so I do thank you for that, but uh but yeah, we're going to keep doing this in the future. Chris and I are going to be in the studio together knocking out all of these. So, Chris is going to get to see a lot more me up close and personal in uh in our studio. It's going to be a good time, I think. Um I feel pretty good about it. You excited about Central Arkansas and uh and Austin P tomorrow?
1: I'm glad we're getting football. <laughs>
2: There's I some can NFL feel less about these two teams. There's some NFL draft picks on these teams, man. I, these are really good. There's
1: one on both teams.
2: They this is true. Okay. They've got some guys that could develop into them. I'll say that. But these are both top 15 FCS teams. So we'll uh we'll see what tomorrow night brings. But uh with that said, let's go on and dive into the the major topics of the day. And the first one, there were tweets sent out this morning, Bruce Feldman and all, all the typical guys, Adam Rittenberg, you know, everybody else that is following all of this Big Ten mess, came out and said that they are having meetings, and the coaches are discussing all these different things, and, you know, we, we've we heard this crap before, and nothing came out of it, and they were pushing to get the season started sooner, and there was somebody, and I can't remember who it was that tweeted that said, hey, uh, why don't we just cut it in the middle. And the SEC and everybody else, the ACC, Big 12, whatever, everybody start on October 31st instead, and that way the Big Ten can get back into this thing, and we just all have a happy college football season all together. And my first thought with that is, do you think the SEC gives half of a damn if the Big Ten is playing or not? Like, they're not going to push back just for the Big Ten, especially with all the stuff that happened with this early on. So, but here's, here's the plan right, here's the idea, and they're still trying to knock out the details and see what they can make work and blah, 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 blah. They are talking about starting around Thanksgiving. Now, everything else has been, um, they're putting together a, a competition task force, whatever, like we need more task force, uh, forces. Um, but they're putting together all of these things, and they're trying to figure out, should we start in January? Should we start in December? Should we start Thanksgiving? And some were saying, "Well, it, we can just start a little bit earlier than that." And what none of this makes any logical sense, if you are following what you did to shut down the season in the first place, what are your thoughts here? Because I'm, I'm curious. I've been in my own head all day. I haven't really talked to anybody else about this. I want to know what you think.
1: Well, first off, if I'm any of these other conferences, I'm not waiting for them. I'm not pushing back again in hopes that they're going to start on. You know, October the late October, because because we don't know if they're going to follow, follow through on that or not. My other thing is is who's who's they in talking about this? Because if it's not the school presidents who are the ones who shut football down, then it doesn't matter
2: who they are. I believe it is the school presidents that had a meeting. Then why with the, the hell they
1: shut it down if they're going to just say two months later we're going to open it back up?
2: That's that's my whole point to this, right? And uh, and James, little, we're going to get to your question here momentarily. Uh, but yes, there are games on September fifth. Um, yeah, I I don't understand. Like Barry Offer has said, uh, a winter season, not a spring season, is the focus for the Big Ten. Uh, they're talking about indoor venues. We have discussed this on the show before. Uh, they're saying Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis, Ford Field in Detroit, and U.S. Bank Stadium in Minneapolis are being considered, along with uh, just a ton of other games. I mean, they're talking about doing stuff in uh, in northern Iowa's domed stadium. T- like, it would be without fans, obviously. Yeah, going to Syracuse
1: but, and playing in their dome. Yeah, reading yeah. that out.
2: Now, it, it, all of this is, is just ridiculous. It makes no logical sense whatsoever. Because if you can play football in... Like, around October, Thanksgiving.
1: Then you could play football at the end of September.
2: Yes. And it's—
1: I mean, we're talking a couple of weeks now. They're suggesting we do this differently. I, I didn't know what would be different in four or five months. I damn sure have no idea what is going to be different in the world in four weeks.
2: Now, what, what they have said—well, this would actually—this would be eight weeks. I mean, it's, it's two months later, right? It's uh, September 26th or November 28th. Like, it's it's two months but you're still not going to get that much different. And, and really, when you do that, you are moving into um, flu season, right? Which, I don't know that
1: moving into flu season matters at all because we play under flu season every year. Yes, so no, 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 Literally zero effect. The flu affects these games zero. If somebody Agreed. gets the flu and they miss a game, that we're used to that. We're I'm, accustomed to that, and we know how to handle that. I'm so. not
2: worried about players getting the flu and all of that. I'm saying that if you are worried about coronavirus numbers, et cetera, et cetera, uh, Having flu season with people that can potentially get both of them at the same time and whatnot, I feel like hospitals and whatnot will be more overrun. The numbers are going to look worse because you're worried but about these guys all have of these their other own things.
1: hospitals, they have their own medical team, they have their own medical care. They're not going to the hospital. Okay? No, 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 agreed. I'm
2: not worried about they're the going to treated here.
1: by their own doctors that are already with them. So I'm not. That doesn't concern me at all. The the the, the the fact that both of them are happening at the same time.
2: I'm talking about the presidents themselves, and they are more worried about the overall population, the overall numbers. They're not worried about the numbers inside of their own schools because that, that hasn't been a problem. It wasn't a problem with the Big Ten schools when they shut down. Like, I, I don't I don't get how anything is going to change that will change their minds about playing by November. This makes no sense. I don't no either. I don't understand why I'd this I'd love stuff for them to do it.
1: Let's let's get on that.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would absolutely. like to see it.
1: I'd love for them to start October 31st or, you know, after Thanksgiving. I'd, I'd love to see it because I want more football, and that's great. But if they don't, you know, I'm not going to hold my breath, okay?
2: Now, I'm curious what this means for the Pac-12, what this means for uh, the Pac-12. And we
1: haven't heard one peep from the Pac-12, well, by the, the way. They
2: came out, like, nobody's disputing them at all. Nobody's arguing with them because they came out with a united front, with their medical team, with their, these are the reasons why we are postponing right now, and dot, 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 and here you go. And they gave everything, they were transparent as you could possibly be. I mean, it was a PR class, and rarely. If you're the
1: Big Ten, why don't you just copy their homework? Agreed. That would have satisfied all this. That would have shut everybody up. Yeah. You could have given all the exact same answers,
2: and and been like, okay, we get it. That, because that would be logical. That would make sense. But they don't know how to do that. I mean, it's... I and mean, if you're going to
1: follow the... They're playing the leader, but but at the end of the day, you know, follow the leader. Follow the Pac-12. They're not catching any hell for this.
2: I will say this. The Pac-12, you know, they said that no sports are being played until at least January 1st, right? So, it, they're waiting until the new year, and then they will revisit it later. Well, the basketball coaches and the basketball programs out there are... They are petitioning the presidents. They are, and they've got some momentum going that they are going to possibly start their basketball season when the rest of the NCAA does, and it looks like it's going to be December 4th. Uh, They're saying either November 25th or December 4th, and we'll figure that out as we get there. But if they can do that, if they can push earlier, and the football programs want to go a little earlier, then I don't see any reason why the Big Ten would not. So I'm a... I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. I'm confused at all of this. Uh, I, I really want to see what's in these documents now. We we didn't get a chance to talk on on the SBR show about this, but, you know, that, that tweet that came out that was talking about the uh, attorney for the Big Ten saying that it would do basically, like, irreparable damage if they had to release these documents, I, I feel like... Maybe well, that's now, now
1: we need to know. Before, yeah. I just wanted to know because I was curious. Now we actually need to know. Now, is he talking about a precedent or is he talking about? But we don't, we don't, uh, that's why we need to know. Yeah,
2: we need to know something.
1: We need to know because somebody, that individual, whoever this is, that's got, that did or said something or something came out during this thing, those people, unless they work for Northwestern, work for a public school. They work for a public institution. And, and their work lives, the decisions they make on work property, are not privy to privacy.
2: Agreed. Agreed. So we will see what happens with that. Obviously, it is uh, content gold all the time with the Big Ten. It just seems to never stop. We've been talking about this for three weeks now? Four weeks? Three weeks, I guess it is. Uh, it's been a long time, and it ain't going to stop. Like, I'm sure they thought this would just blow over, but these players and parents and everybody else are not happy.
1: And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.
2: Let's dive off of that one and let's talk about your coach, Bill Belichick, the head coach of the New England Patriots. And he said today, this was earlier this morning, He said, uh, I think probably the one thing that is worth looking at is just the college pass interference rules. Now, he said this on Rich Eisen's show today. He said, I know why it's what it is, and I also know why it's different in college, and you could argue both sides of it, but it's a big penalty, and sometimes those are just tough calls, so I think it's worth looking at. I would say, just in general, I would be in favor of the NCAA and the NFL trying to consolidate the rulebook to where we can have as many rules be the same as possible so that fans as well as the players who come from college, can make a clean transition into the same set of rules instead of different ones. He said, so targeting's targeting, holding's holding, interference is interference, and so forth. As much as we could do that, I would be in favor of that for the overall quality of the game. But I think the pass interference rule is not necessarily one I would change, but I would take a look at it, and I think it would be good if it was the same as the college rule. Either they change it to ours or we change it to theirs just from the standpoint of consistency. This is an interesting topic. Now we've talked about this uh, you know, here and there over the uh over the years, right? And the idea of hey, why do we have a different set of rules for each league? It comes up in conversation, right? Yep. I I'm curious your thoughts here because I'm I'm a fan of this. I don't I don't think there would be anything wrong with getting a set standard for these rules. And I think it should be the same in college basketball and NBA as well. Like, if you're trying to prepare these guys for a professional league, which the majority of them are trying to get there anyway, why not just have the same rules? Like, why do you think there's a problem there?
1: Yeah. So, uh, I, I don't really know why we have different rules. I'm not really sure who was the first to kind of start changing the rules or whatever. But, uh, but I do agree with this. There's other rules, too. The the one foot in bounds in college where you need two feet in pros, The your knee touches the ground, you're automatically down, and the pros, you can fall down and get back up, whatever. It causes a lot of problems. Wider hash marks in college, changes the lineup, overtime rules, all these things. But they're important. Here's why Bill cares about them, okay? This, you're talking about a guy who will spend 25 to 30 hours a week to try to get one position group one percent better. Okay. Yeah. He's he's that level detailed on everything that he does. And I think he's finding it very difficult to judge and grade some of these DBs in in like the pass interference rule or wide receivers. How many of these wide receivers are just good at getting pass interfered? Or how many of these DBs um, you know, they don't they don't learn to to cover a guy without holding in college well because the penalty's not so severe. It's, it's just 15 yards. It's automatic first downs, 15 yards. That's it. But in the pros, I mean, it could be a 40-yarder and put the guy on the one-yard line. Yeah. And and it happens all the time. And, and offense just kind of run plays to do that. If they know a, a DB's real bad at covering somebody without holding, they'll send their fastest guy after that dude. And they'll run him straight to the end zone, and they'll just try to get, and they'll just throw the ball up, and they'll just try to get a PI call, and and now you get it on the one yard line, first down, and and you're almost guaranteed a touchdown. From all, almost all 32 teams in the league can score from there, um, and and so I get it. He's trying to make these guys. It, same thing for the wide receiver rule with the one touchdown, the knee down, I, the foot down. I'm sorry, I think that's a bigger rule. If you can catch it and get two feet in, you need to be able to because yeah. you need to be able to show the guys on Sundays if that's where you're wanting to play, that you're capable of doing this.
2: Yeah, I agree. I agree. I uh,
1: so I'm, And I, I'm for all of this because it doesn't really change the game. The only one that would massively change the game is if either one of them changed their overtime rule. Yeah, okay? that's true. I'm I'm not a big fan of the college overtime rule. But, but I don't, I don't hate it. It's like, I don't, I don't think it's a bastardization of football. I just don't really like it. And I don't like that it goes on forever and ever and ever. I think after one or two overtimes where you don't get a winner, you start having to go for two after that. Like I'm, I'm done with this. So let's wait till we get to five or eight this. That's insane. Um, let's just, let's just get this thing done. Let's get it over with. If you can keep scoring, i all all the work to you. I do like that. We don't have ties. Um, and uh I you know, it is what it is. It's weird that the professional league is allowed ties, but the college league is not.
2: Yeah, I agree. I, I don't think that there should be ties in the NFL. I don't think there should be ties in in college football. I think it's it's easier to get a winner. Um, I mean it, that's the deal, right? Like they they make these things too damn hard. like they they're just not not thinking straight sometimes.
1: Well, I'm gonna tell you this, and you you know this, Vegas controls a lot of what the NFL does, way more than yeah. college. Now, you're right about Vegas that. Will, Vegas will never allow the college overtime rule to come into the NFL because it would destroy every over-under. It just would destroy them all. That's true. That every is... over every over would have to be inflated. If you think a game legitimately could end in a tie, if you think that's a 30% chance, I don't even know how much you have to inflate, artificially inflate the over.
2: Yeah, because uh, you're if you right. just
1: because you're just going to lose thirty percent of those if you if you don't.
2: No, you're you're incredibly correct. And Vegas incredibly makes correct.
1: a lot of these decisions for the NFL. You don't think they do? I think you're a fool.
2: <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. Let's uh, let's move into the last topic of the day, and then we'll get out of here. This will be a short, short show today. The NBA is coming back. It's going to be back on Saturday. So we we thought maybe you know when we when we talked on Wednesday. Uh, when we went live, they had just decided that they weren't going to play the rest of the games, like the Bucks had not shown up on the court, etc. Well, now, they are coming back on Saturday. They're, they're not playing today. They didn't play yesterday. Uh, they didn't play the games on Wednesday. But they will be back on Saturday, and I think what everybody will be looking for is Russell Westbrook will be coming back. It, this actually helped him, right? Because they... Hey, the Thunder came back, tied the series at two-two with the Rockets, and now we have got, uh, now we've got a a. Let's see. Oh, Will Gomez said NHL took forever to get rid of ties. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, and man, some of them go to like five and six overtimes. So Russell Westbrook no, came no, back.
1: No, we're not in the no, they don't. Like they, they go, they do. I think two, two or three. Uh, yeah, they do. I guess. I, I mean, we we had a five they overtime had a point. game. They just. Yeah, not that yeah. long ago. <laughs> the other night. Not too, not too long ago. That's right. That's right. I saw a shootout. Oh, the shootout was in the play-in games around Robin. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. I was going to say, I saw penalty shots. What are you talking about? Yep. But, but you're right. That was in the play-in game.
2: You got it. You got it. All right. So, Russell Westbrook came back for a scrimmage this morning. Looks like he is absolutely on fire. He is explosive as he ever has been. He had plenty of time to rest that quad to get back to full strength. And we'll see what it looks like tomorrow. Are you uh, are you pumped about the NBA coming back tomorrow? Or are you just kind of okay? We got no, games. No, I'm, I'm
1: excited. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready for them to be back. I'm ready to keep watching again. I'm I am more excited to watch the Milwaukee Bucks. I mean this this happened in their backyard. Okay this yeah. this this situation in our country that's going on is going on in their home. Now they're away from that home right now. Um, I, I would hope and think that most of these players have the means and the ability to get their family out of there um, and and whatnot. I'm excited to see Giannis. I'm excited to see those guys play and compete and represent their city and uh, and their team that's that's the team I'm excited to watch
2: yeah I can believe that i'm I'm curious to see how anything is going to change inside the bubble like what the teams are gonna be playing like et cetera after a few days uh I'm just I'm just curious to see what it's gonna look like you know and I and we'll obviously see tomorrow we'll, we've got games supposedly all day and you know. They they have extended the quarantine a little bit, and we'll see how this affects the NBA Finals dates, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But, uh, but, yeah, I'm excited. I'm interested to see what is going to happen. It's going to be a full day of sports tomorrow. I believe all the NHL stuff is going on tomorrow. Major League Baseball is going on tomorrow, NBA, and the first college football game. So, yeah, we are pumped about it. We are going to go ahead and get out of your hair for now. Uh, short show, again, we appreciate everybody that jumped in. Will and James and everybody else, Michael, the rest of you guys that always jump in. We appreciate you guys listening to us. Go over to winningcureseverything.com. That is the website. You can find everything you need to know about us over there. And from there, you can also go to sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF, and you can find all of our college football content for the rest of the season. Again, Monday morning, we are going to have our opening lines. Tuesday afternoon at 530, we're doing our pick show. Thursday afternoon at 5.30. This is all Central, by the way. Thursday afternoon, we're doing news, notes, question, answer, whatever. And Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. Central, 11 a.m. Eastern, we will be going live and discussing the closing lines, the injury reports, and Q&A from all you guys that want to hop in. So make sure that you are subscribed to the SBR YouTube channel, Sportsbook Review. Terry jumps in at the last minute, said, What's up? What is up, Terry? Go back and check the podcast, my brother. All right, we are getting out of here. You guys have been fantastic. Again, winningcureseverything.com. Make sure you got the podcast and sbrpics.com slash NCAAF. We love you guys. We hope you all have a wonderful, safe, awesome weekend. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. And we will see you on Monday. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com. Or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at winningcures, at GaryWCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us.
0: You know how to book flights and hotels.